For more than 35 years, CSG has simplified the complexity of business, delivering innovative customer engagement solutions. With CSG, companies can acquire, monetize, engage, and retain customers. Find out more at www.csgi.com. Welcome to the Light Reading Podcast. I'm Phil Harvey. I'm an editor here at Light Reading. I'm Kelsey Zeiser. I'm also an editor at Light Reading. And I'm Bill Lambertson, and I'm the Global VP for Telco, 5G, and Edge. And I'm Dave Shikochis. I'm the Vice President of Enterprise Strategy and Field CTO at Lumen Technologies. Hi, gentlemen. Thanks for uh, being on the podcast. Great to be here. Bill, I should note that you're from IBM and Dave, you're from Lumen. So we have two different people from two different companies. I just want people to associate the voice with the right company so they, they get that. And Kelsey, I, everybody knows Kelsey, so I'm not even going to bother <laughs> with you. And Bill, Bill sounds very IBM and I sound very Lumen. So oh, okay. I, what is the IBM sound? It sounds like Watson. There you go. <laughs> it's very precise. <laughs> well, gentlemen, Obviously, you're, you're here to talk about something you're both working on, and we'll get to that. Because of your various areas of expertise, obviously, we would like you to talk about edge computing, the cloud, and how enterprises are navigating those two technologies, you know, because they're helping companies do more with less or whatever the genteel term is for making lots of money. I have a question that's plagued me and my reporting and sort of looking at how enterprises are, and service providers are using the cloud, what they're doing with it, that sort of thing which is this term called distributed cloud. If we could, let's start out by defining distributed cloud, because in my understanding of it, the cloud's distributed as it is, <laughs> like cloud computing itself is distributed. So maybe uh, we'll start with an IBM answer. Uh, maybe Bill, we can start with you. What's your definition or how do you define what a distributed cloud is? Essentially, you know, in the past, you had two, two choices. You had private cloud and you had public cloud. And public cloud is where there was always a rich set of services and capabilities. Often it was as a service and it was supported by an SRE team supporting that public cloud. And if you wanted to try to replicate those capabilities in your own private cloud, you had to invest very heavily in skills and tooling and such. And what distributed cloud does, so in, in the example of IBM, our distributed cloud offering is called IBM Cloud Satellite. The distributed cloud allows you to bring down a whole set of public cloud capabilities and SRE support on-premise or in your location of choice. The other thing to remember, I think, about the term cloud is it's both a technology and a business model, right? You know, a, a cloud is software-defined, it's dynamic, it's usage-based, or there's a, usually a very digital and a technical programmatic way of interacting with it. Um, and it enables new types of software development patterns. But it's also a, a business model, meaning pay as you go, use what you need, scale up and scale down. So the idea of distributed cloud means you need your that either that business model or that technology, or maybe both, running in lots of different places. And so one way of doing distributed cloud is just deploying to a number of public cloud regions. But what we're starting to see is a lot more applications needing to be distributed a lot further out into the network, a lot closer to the things and the people and the business models that these digital applications are helping to interact. And so distributed cloud says, I want that software defined model, the ability to develop modern applications, the ability to scale out, the ability to go and interact with a consistent software delivery platform, but I need it in lots of different places. And so I need the cloud technology 
but I also need the cloud business model. And so what companies like IBM that are in the public cloud are doing is taking and creating a commercial model to take their public cloud and put it in lots of different places. And what you're also seeing is companies like Lumen, who have a broad network that is already in many different places and creating a commercial model that allows you to land that and get the same kind of commercial economics, scale up, scale down, pay for what you use, because we're running a large asset that is in all of those physically distributed places. It's a perfect setup for edge. So distributed cloud becomes kind of the underpinning for edge computing and uh, combined with network, it's a perfect solution for edge. That kind of leads into, um, and Dave, you touched on this a bit, but why is it necessary to bring edge computing resources to enterprises? I imagine latency for certain applications might be one reason, but can you expand on that a little bit more? What we see uh, our customers asking for distributed or more edge-oriented applications. I think latency is a good one, and it's one that probably gets a lot of attention. But what we're finding is that it's equally likely to be one of the other reasons besides latency as it is to be latency, right? So latency is important. Fiber optic, high-performing networks and you know m milliseconds of latency are barely perceivable to the human eye. Uh, they're very perceivable to the human nervous system. So it kind of depends on what your digital interaction is, right? If it involves the human nervous system, if it involves uh, high volume machine to machine communications, you know, latency tolerances can become really, really important. But some of the other reasons besides latency are, you know, just the sheer volume of data that get, that's getting created, being able to figure out how you fund and budget for all this digital analysis and these workloads occurring at the edge of networks that may not be that valuable, right? Like how valuable is, 18 hours of 8K video of an empty conference room, right? The important thing is the conference room was empty for 18 hours. That's the important thing you want to capture, not every single bit of that empty conference room sitting there. So being able to process that a whole lot closer to the digital environment. So there's bandwidth avoidance, there's laws that are becoming involved, right? You know, healthcare data or highly correlated personal information shall not leave this geographic or the statutory boundary. Right? People are needing to go and distribute applications into geographic boundaries. And then certain workloads are so production grade and production vital that they can't leave the four walls or the, the, the physical boundary of an environment. So you need different types of distributed cloud and edge computing to make a lot of those requirements get satisfied. So it's every, what we're finding in our customer base is that it is equally likely to be one of those other things, bandwidth avoidance or statutory requirements or uh, operational uh, you know, autonomy as it is low latency. And oftentimes it's a combination of one of those four things. I agree. I think you know, latency is certainly a key one. And then for me, what I see as a global organization, both Lumen and IBM, it's data sovereignty, it's regulatory compliance. So there are some countries that dictate that certain sets of data has to stay within the country borders. So we're able to accomplish that by delivering a set of edge solutions in country, in that metro city, or even in that local geography. And then IBM Cloud Satellite then is the product or set of products that helps the enterprise continue that kind of consistent experience, whether they're in one of their regional offices, it sort of adapts to whatever their network needs are because of latency or sensitivity, data sensitivity, or some parts need local access only and some parts you know, need the network. Is that a good start? I'm sure you, I'm sure you have a better definition. <laughs> yeah, no, no, very good start. I, I think if you look at the partnership between IBM and Lumen Technologies, it's bringing the best of network and location together with cloud capability. So IBM Cloud Satellite allows you to extend the pub, IBM public cloud experience 
either on-prem or, or to other colo or third-party cloud properties. And Lumen, as a, a global leader in the network space, has uh, you know a, a number of, of facilities that they've built out for bare metal edge computing. And in partnership, we can actually deliver a cloud satellite solution on top of the Lumen bare metal edge capabilities in any country around, not any country, in many countries around the world, and bring the, the IBM and the Red Hat OpenShift experience close to the customers. So that's an example. It's really important to Lumen in enabling customers to leverage the power of the network into all these distributed locations in all these new ways, shaping different industries and, and kind of building this next wave of industrial revolution. It's really important to us as a network provider to be as compatible with as many software ecosystems as possible. And they're hard to find a bigger one than the IBM Red Hat software ecosystem in terms of developers building on Red Hat Technologies, virtualization, container, containerization, and then everything in the IBM portfolio around data management and industry applications like video analytics. There's just a lot of software developers in that IBM ecosystem. So we want to make sure our edge network and our edge computing resources are compatible with developers that are working in those environments so that we can, our platform and our edge can meet them where their software is being developed in a model they're consistent with. To stay with that thought, what was it that first motivated you at Lumen to go in the direction of using the IBM cloud satellite? You've hit on a couple of the reasons, obviously the global nature of IBM and of course the Red Hat developer network is is massive and growing all the time. Were there some other considerations there as well? We've had a long history uh, between Lumen and IBM and the way our companies have worked together. And so there's an existing collaboration relationship and existing you know, number of different customer solutions we work on together in part. We fit together in more ways than just this IBM cloud satellite plus Lumen edge bare metal integration that we announced. But what really appealed to uh, this particular uh, innovation in IBM's portfolio was uh, the fact that it is a software-only distribution of IBM's uh, cloud platform that fits really nicely against our bare metal distribution. And you're seeing a number of different cloud platforms. We were talking before about how cloud is both a business model and a technology. Some cloud providers are really taking a technological approach where they want to really hardwire their cloud distribution with physical hardware. And there are you know, good, understandable reasons for doing that in terms of deployment consistency. But what I think IBM and Red Hat have is a long history of operating in software distribution. They have a long history of packaging things up and making it installable in a wide range of formats. And that's really what we've got interesting to us because we have computing resources and network resources distributed throughout the Lumen platform and just created a, a good and interesting way for IBM to, does what, to do what it does best, which is software, and for Lumen to do what it does best, which is globally deployed infrastructure that you can access as a service. Dave, do you have some use case examples of how this deployment could help your enterprise customers? I think I saw one about video analytics for worker safety, for example. How does this look like in action, so to speak? We think edge computing um, is all about moving workloads closer to the digital interactions between things and people and business models. Where we're seeing the most traction in our customer base are really in those asset intensive uh, industries and those inter digital interaction intensive industries. So it's asset intensive industries like, like energy and manufacturing and logistics and transportation, um, you know, lots of physical things and or control systems around those physical things that are creating a lot of data that needs to be analyzed and acquired and acted upon. 
the some of the other industries where there's already a lot of digital interactions like gaming and media distribution and financial services those have been you know in digital uh, for a long time they've been interaction intensive for a long time and they've been thinking about distributed applications and distributed cloud for a while but so the it's the asset intensive industries where there's kind of a lot of interest because a, a lot of the data innovations they're doing now are net new as opposed to companies that have been either born in the cloud or have been distributing media around the world for a long time, their operational models are fairly tried and true. And they're always looking for ways to optimize or improve or spin out or recombine. Right? There's still a lot of activity there, but their, their models are a bit more mature. What you see in a lot of these asset intensive industries is this convergence between IT and OT, information technology and operational technology where they're realizing it's all just a source of enterprise data that they need to extract value from. And so they're looking for all these different ways to recombine. The example we, we worked on with IBM and Bill could probably give some additional details around how the IBM software that enables it uh, works out is one where you know you look at a public or a worker safety type of scenario where video analytics and computer vision algorithms can be put in closer proximity to a sensor so that a video signal can detect somebody not wearing a hard hat, somebody not wearing a face covering, somebody in an area of a facility that they're not supposed to be in, uh, and then responding to an actuator that can go and send an alert, turn on a light, shine a spotlight, uh, you know, a number of different sensor business logic actuator types of uh, interactions where uh, customers and, and users and, and facilities can be made safer and more efficient and more effective. Now, a lot of the business logic that goes into that is powered by all the great things that IBM does. And Bill can maybe speak to a little bit about how some of those video analytics use cases come to life. I won't share any particular names to protect the innocent, but you know, take an example in a retail space. So one of the things that we've been looking at together is a large retail client that has a uh, a couple of thousand locations around the country where they want to deploy video analytics within the store for many different reasons, whether it's worker safety, theft deterrence, you know, looking at lots of different aspects of situational awareness within the storefront. And to do, have the GPU horsepower locally to be able to do that and to do all the inferencing on the data models could get quite expensive. And if you want to be able to take all that data and send it back to a public cloud, again, could be quite expensive for the network connections. So with the Lumen Edge solution and the possibility of having a Lumen Edge location in a major metropolitan city that can support a number of retail stores from one location, it gives you very low latency connection from that Lumen Edge site into the retail store. In most cases, under five milliseconds latency to those, to those connected stores. And so it really brings the power of the, the rendering and the GPU capabilities for video analytics and data and AI machine learning models close to the store, but not having to put them in the store and have the people and the resources and the floor space to support those on-premise. So a network edge solution from IBM and Lumen is, you know, can actually help you from a business model standpoint. We think Lumen has significant fiber footprint and, you know, clearly there are some edge use cases that might be well served with like 5G, but in the enterprise space where both Lumen and IBM focus heavily on, we think fiber is a really good medium to delivering an edge solution. Yeah, the retail example is a great one because there's so much that needs to happen instantly inside of a location, especially things like loss prevention and things like that. Finally, we're moving away from those days where they basically had those like plastic tennis rackets stapled onto all their clothes, you know, so to keep people from walking out of the store with them. Those are so annoying, but it's like, a, you know, that kind of quick 
decision-making has to happen kind of local to the store or local to the region. It can't be sent back to the cloud. Well, you mentioned before, it's asset-intensive industries. And, and what's what's more asset-intensive than all the inventory that needs to be kept on store shelves, in the back room, uh, in motion on the way to the store, just-in-time inventory, like all of those asset-oriented data flows and decisions that need to get made in real time. Uh, can really reshape the future of retail. In the safety example, was that more like, like on a factory floor type of situation or was it like out on like an oil rig or like some f- remote location type scenario? It was more facility-based. The, the okay. integration in the use case we tested through was more facility-based and worker safety-based. So it was hard hat detection, um, you know, is one of the, is one of the with computer vision algorithms that IBM software already knows how to plug in and detect. That's another great example. It's not attached to the corporation. You can't have people coming and going out there all the time. And at the same time, liability related to worker safety is enormous and definitely business concern. Avoid one accident and the whole system pays for itself. Yeah, exactly. In in many ways. You know, you did mention other examples of worker safety and they can get more sophisticated. Clearly, you can look for employees who have a hard hat on where they're supposed to in an area or if they don't. You can also look at things, especially around return to work for COVID. You know, is there crowdsourcing a number of people in one location? Are they wearing face masks? Um, There's a number of ways to use video analytics. And we find that most of the use cases around Edge have some element of video on, in analytics built into them. With IBM Watson and our machine learning capabilities and the ability to build and deploy models very quickly and easily, you know, it's really a, a great platform for many, many Edge use cases. You know, your two companies are working together on this to benefit enterprise customers in various industries. I know it's your public companies. It's hard to say how big the the business is now, but can you talk about maybe where this goes next or what the what the trajectory of this relationship is? Well, for me, um, you know, you've heard our C- CEO talk about it. The open hybrid cloud space, including edge, is a trillion dollar opportunity globally. And with the digital transformation that's been accelerated through COVID and the response to COVID, the, the number of opportunities for edge in the workspace is huge. Although we've worked with Lumen over a number of years in many areas, this is the first time we're working in the in the edge area and really leveraging the capability of their fiber network and their um, you know real time network capabilities that can understand you know, where the best workload placement might be. So we think there's a, a large opportunity for the enterprise customers, and I would say that it's not just about new you know, futuristic use cases, but it's about taking use cases around that exist today and maybe are running on-prem or in the public cloud that can be enhanced by the introduction of Edge. And so we're focused on those areas as well. And that's the area that I see the first revenue opportunities um, for our companies are on the examples of existing business capabilities that can be improved by Edge. Two other just sort of points to build on there in terms of the overall size of the opportunity and the way Lumen views it, we very much view edge computing as something that completes the cloud. It doesn't compete with the cloud, right? It, it's part of that, you know, the trillion dollar opportunity that Bill mentioned. When IBM looks at the entire landscape, you know, we feel that edge computing is something that ties into and leads back to centralized computing models complemented by workloads out closer to the digital interactions that that support them. And in point of fact, uh, you know, Lumen's heavily invested in this area, not just because of the opportunity, but because our core business of managing a network is becoming more software defined. 
run a global fiber backbone and all the signaling and telemetry and device conditions and software you need to put into that network that is becoming a lot more declarative and disaggregated in terms of the hardware and software, as opposed to years past, where it was all very hardware and hardware configuration oriented, it's becoming so much more software oriented. We need compute power throughout our network. And so we're investing in that to run our core business. We're investing it in a cloud-like open and interoperable model so that we can tap into all the different software ecosystems like IBM and Red Hat have. And it's a huge white space for, for both of our companies in many ways. Dave mentioned operating technology, OT that has not been part of the IT landscape. You know, anything of value, whether it's on a factory floor or on a campus or a vehicle is starting to be intelligent and have a CPU embedded in it. And you can talk to it and not only collect data from it like you could in the, in the era of IoT, but you now can actually instruct it to do different things. So I think the combination of the operating technology opportunity that's brought to the table, I think the explosion, the number of Applications that were deployed at the edge where the data resides is going to grow significantly. And all of this just lines up for um, a great future opportunity for, for all of us. All right. That sounds good. And uh, Kelsey is uh, making notes about how to get us all to wear hard hats at work now because she's <laughs> interested in this technology. My husband works at a university and it, it seems like there would be a lot of use cases there, especially with um, just being able to monitor all the different people that are on campus, You know, not just students and teachers, but also um, contractors and making sure that they're compliant with um, any safety regulations that the university has. Um, seems like it would be useful. So tons of use cases there and uh, appreciate you all going over that with us. You got to be a hardcore podcaster to need a hard hat. I suppose it means you're doing something right. I well, think. they're they're trying to get me to upgrade from the uh, the regular t shirt and hoodie thing that I've done in the past in the past year. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, let's leave it there for now before we get too deep into a discussion of my failures as a fashion icon. Bill Lambertson from IBM, Dave Shakoches from Lumen. Thanks so much for being on the Light Reading Podcast. My pleasure. Thank you. For more than 35 years, CSG has simplified the complexity of business, delivering innovative customer engagement solutions. With CSG, companies can acquire, monetize, engage, and retain customers. Find out more at www.csgi.com.